This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the very best media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with broker owner Jeremy Clevin. Before we get to Jeremy, I want to first thank everyone who is listening to this right now because just by listening to us or watching us, you are supporting our show and we couldn't do it without you. So from the bottom of all of our hearts that make this show happen, Happen, we all collectively say thank you. And please tell a friend, think of one other real estate agent that could benefit from hearing from top producers and send them a link to our show. Easiest way to do that, send them over to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. Every episode we've ever done is there. We even have different categories of episodes there so they can pick and choose whatever they want to listen to. And also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. We post articles that we find every single day on that uh, Facebook page designed to help you grow your business. So in a moment here, we're going to be speaking with Jeremy Clevin, and I'm really, really excited about this because not only is Jeremy a broker owner, he has 2,800 agents at his firm in Arizona, including the number one team in Arizona. This, Jeremy, this guy, he knows the top agents in the state, and most of them work for him. So he is going to be such an amazing resource to help you learn what is what is it that separates a top producer for somebody who wants to be a top producer. So without further ado, let's bring on Jeremy Clevin. All right, today on the show, we have Jeremy Clevin from My Home Group Real Estate in Arizona. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about, actually, before we tell you about Jeremy, I'm going to tell you why I am super excited before I read Jeremy's bio, because this is personally a very, very exciting episode for me, and I never stop the flow. I go straight into the bio, and then we introduce the guest. But before we do that, I want to tell you why I am personally excited. So I'll pull back the curtain a little bit on what I do, because I don't really talk about what I do uh, here in real estate. I'm not an actively producing broker. Um, I am obviously the host of the show, but my day job where I spend 99% of my time is recruiting and retaining agents for the company that we have here in Chicago. And so in the last 10 years, our company's recruited, we have uh, over 700 agents uh, here at our firm. Um, and I've always thought, hey, that, that's not bad. Uh, we're doing a good job recruiting. Um, and, but, but then it's really, uh, it's, it's, it's everything's subjective, right? And, and everything's uh, you know, conditional. And so now I'm super excited to have Jeremy on the show because this guy puts me to shame in the recruiting and the retention game. And I am going to, uh, I'm so excited to chat with him because I'm going to learn so much. And also I think all of our agents are go- and our listeners are going to learn so much because this is not just about retru- recruiting 
recruiting agents, you know, you might not be a broker owner, although a lot of broker owners do listen to our show. And the reason why a lot of broker owners listen to our show is because they want to learn how to recruit some of these top producers that we feature. But it's not just uh, broker owners that listen. Obviously, the vast majority of our listeners are not broker owners. They're just individual practitioners. Or maybe you're on a team and you want to recruit more team members. Or maybe you're thinking about joining a team or building a team. This is the podcast episode to listen to. It's the only one we've ever done about this exact topic. So, all right. I'm excited. Obviously, everybody's heard me now. And now I'm going to introduce our amazing guest, who is the reason why I'm this excited. So this is Jeremy Clevin. So Jeremy is the owner and co-founder of My Home Group Real Estate. He's been awarded in the Inc. 500 for the last five years as the fastest growing company in the country. As a licensed real estate professional since 2001, uh, Jeremy felt that the traditional brokerage model seriously lacked value to agents. Now, his vision was to build a brokerage that allowed agents agents and teams to flourish by providing them with the best culture, education, and technology at unsurpassed value. Now, this is incredible. He has, he has recruited and, and grown his agent, uh, his company to 2,800 agents in the last seven years. I grew our company from zero to 700 in 10 years. He has like quadrupled what I have done in, in, in a shorter period of time. And what he believed, you know, he's recruited all these people who have believed in his vision and now who call my home group their professional home. Now my home group has grown from 11 million in sales, this is incredible, to 7 billion in sales in seven years. Uh, 11 million to 7 billion. My home group has closed 18,000 transactions just last year and is currently closing on average 20, or sorry, 2,000 sales transactions uh, every single month. That's over 600 million in sales each month. In addition, he started six ancillary businesses to capitalize on all aspects of the real estate transaction and to ensure a high level of services provided to the customer. Jeremy shares a passion for fostering the growth of his agents and teams first, which has helped him recruit more top 100 agents and teams than any other brokerage in Arizona. He prides himself uh, not only on the production of My Home Group, but also on his agent-centric culture, which has changed the real estate community for the better. Please find Jeremy's website at myhomegroup.com. Uh, Jeremy, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much. Really, really happy to, to be here. Uh, appreciate the kind words out of the out of the gates. And hey, let me also be the first one to tell you, well, I'm sure somebody else has told you a good job because hey, you know, 700 agents, you know, we're all in different marketplaces, different challenges and, and, and struggles. And uh, by all means, I mean, that is a, a lot of folks. I'm sure you guys are doing a lot of business. You got a good market share. I know that. So, uh, you know, good on you as well, my man. Well, thank you. And please do not open up an office here in Chicago. Please, <laughs> please stay away. I, I, I need this job. I need to keep going. You would crush us. No, we, we're, we're really excited. Really excited to have you. Jeremy's a great guy and I'm so excited to bring him on the show. Um, but before we get started, I, I really, you know, we have listeners from all over the country yeah. and you are not only in Arizona. Obviously, if anyone is listening and you're looking to join the number one firm in, in, in Phoenix, uh, Scottsdale area, my home group, of course, is, is a great place to explore. But you're also in other areas. Do you mind sharing with our listeners yes. in case yep. they're in other markets? Yeah, so nine states total. Uh, yeah, Arizona is the backbone, uh, but California, Washington, Nevada, uh, Utah, Florida, Michigan, uh, Georgia, I think is, is nine. So uh, I don't think I'm, for, I'm forgetting anywhere. And, and uh, yeah, but those are, those are the nine states uh, that, that, that we're in and that we're operating in. But uh, like I said, 
you know, Phoenix Metro is, is really home base uh, where we have, you know, the most traction. This is where we are, we are at, you know, our, our, our corporate head, headquarters. So uh, again, where we birthed and then we've been, uh, uh, I'll say slowly going around the country into various, uh, you know, other marketplaces around the country, you know, really leading, um, you know, with talent and people that, you know, want to be a part of, of, you know, of our, our, our culture and our energy and, uh, you know, our collaboration and our brand and, and, and really leading, you know, with talented, hungry folks around the country. And, and uh, you know, by no means do we want to just go across the country just to say that we're doing it. You know, we want to do it with the right people. So, sure. Well, this is uh, this is a, we're really excited to have you. And I know how busy you Thank are you. and your company is, especially right now with everything booming. I know uh, here in Chicago, um, you know, activity is, is at a peak, I imagine in Phoenix and, and the other markets you guys cover. It's also very, yeah. very busy. Um, but let's go, I would love to go all the way back before uh, all the success yeah. that you've had building this company. But you started yourself in real estate, what, back in 2001. Do you mind sharing with our, our listeners sort of your background and why you got into real estate and how that came to be? You know, I was a failing college student. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I grabbed my buddy. Well, at the time he was my buddy, my best, my best friend. He's now, he's my business partner here 20, 20 years later, uh, Mark Hutchins. I grabbed him. I said, Hey, what do you think about going to real estate school? Uh, we need to make some money. This whole school thing isn't really proving to be, uh, uh, for us, but you know, uh, it's just one thing we knew how to do right out of the gates. And we've done to this day, that's kind of helped us set ourselves apart. And anyone out there can do this. They can show up, they can be committed and they can absolutely work hard. And that's all we knew how to do it. But at the time we said, Hey, look, um, let's go get our license. We could have a, you know, an opportunity here to, to, to make some money. We needed it. Like I said, needed to make some money and, uh, ended up opening our, had a, you know, had a little bit of success, uh, not much out of the gates. Um, I actually have a podcast of my own and I, I ask this to people all the time, like how long did it take for you to stop fumbling around, so to speak, and ultimately figure it out, quote unquote, or get, get productive. Right. And, and so we fumbled around for a long, long time, kind of just trying to learn this business and do a few deals, kind of one to the next, um, didn't really treat it like a sales business. Like we should have out of the gates. One of the, one of the mistakes that we made early along, but, uh, uh, opened the brokerage, my home group, in uh, in 2005, and we were really just a a small team uh, that was in the form of a brokerage, or we were a brokerage that was a a small team, you know, in operate, you know, in in uh, operations or in sales. Uh, we also had a mortgage operations for many years. Mark was a mortgage broker, so we were kind of a two-headed monster. And sure. uh, back in you know in that day, 05, 06, I mean, the market was on fire back then, sure. and we were having some levels of success then. And this will never end, and the whole nine yards. Um, so, but, uh, it actually wasn't until 2012 where we, uh, decided to, to, you know, rebirth ourselves, so to speak and, uh, rebrand, uh, create some tools and some resources and a back office and really create a, uh, or make an effort, I should say to grow out. And, um, you know, we, we don't like to use that word recruit necessarily. Uh, sure. we like to use the word attract, you yeah. know, and, and really, um, make, make uh, the goal to attract um, uh, you know, some agents attract some, some producers and, and attract good people that want to do good business, that want to grow, that want to take care of the, uh, the community, uh, community. And, uh, we put that out there. We've always, we also put out there that we're an open book. We want to surround ourselves with other open books, people that want to pay it forward in this industry. Um, again, we've had uh, a certain level of success and we've never arrived, but we've had, a, we've had a certain level of success in this industry and it's been good to us ultimately, lots of bumps and, and, and bruises, but it's been ultimately good to us. And, 
Um, so since day one, we've always wanted to create a brokerage um, that led with abundance, right? That led with, with culture and energy and collaboration and celebrating success and putting our agents in bright shining lights. Cause at the end of the day, that's what this business, that's who's really should be in bright shining lights, right? It's not the brokerage, it's right. the agent, you know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was 2012. And like you said, you, you quoted some numbers. I mean, the entire year of 2012, like I said, it was really just us, you know, doing our own business, uh, you know, 11 million in sales to, you know, 600 million that we closed just last month alone, you know, on track for, like we said, seven, 7 billion or so um, in, in total sales. So it's, it's pretty remarkable, you know, what's, uh, what's, what's happened at the same time. We, we feel like we've just begun. Well, I, it's hats off to, to the success you've had and, and really what our, our listeners and viewers might not understand about building a brokerage is that, um, the hardest part, at least from a, from a attracting agents perspective, as Jeremy says, he likes to attract agents and teams. The actual hardest part in my experience is attracting teams. Um, individual agents uh, are, are actually, um, for us, not that challenging, although depends, of course, on their level of production. Um, the higher producing agents are more difficult in our experience to, to attract to our company, simply because they're usually being so well cared for at their own firm that it, it, it's difficult. Um, so a lot of the agents who join us aren't necessarily at the very top of, of the mountain, um, but Jeremy has cracked that code and he has been able to attract those top agents away from all the other firms that are also competing for those teams and, and individual agents. Um, and, and so I know there's a lot of our listeners who are maybe they have a team and they're looking to attract more, more agents to it or, or they're looking to, to build a team like you did and ultimately a brokerage. Um, and just curious if you have any general tips and advice and guidance for anyone looking to bring more people in. I think that you have to take a, 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 a really focused and committed approach to adding value day one and every day after. You know, that is our ultimate goal. Um, every single Monday morning, you know, just a little bit ago, I had a, you know, a, a call with all of our staff and every single one of our staff calls, uh, you know, one of the talking points or bullet points is, is, um, you know, how can we continue to add more value to our agents, you know, and, and um, again, you know, uh, I think for, for agents to, you know, bottom line, there's three reasons agents will join a team and or join a brokerage, right? Three reasons, generally speaking, you know, number one, I don't care who you are. I'm sorry, but it's money, right? Sure. And, and or opportunities, okay, that ultimately equates to money. And, and closely behind that, in my humble opinion, uh, is culture, right? Yeah. People want to be a part of something. They want to be a part of a tribe. Uh, again, we like to think that we have created, you know, a, a culture of collaboration, of abundance, of giving, of sharing of ideas, of strategizing together. Our job now as leaders is facilitating growth and getting these top producers side by side and providing that info and that content uh, and knowledge and expertise to, to um, uh, you know, the rest of our agent base. You know what I mean? Uh, so, and then that third thing, that third thing is, is, you know, systems, right? Any kind of systems or, or, or techno, you know, technologies and things like that. So um, I think that those are the three reasons that, that, that agents will join a, a team and or brokerage. So, you know, for the folks out there, um, uh, you know, and then why does an agent join uh, or beyond that, why do agents then, then choose to join a team and stay there? And um, I think that ultimately they're, they're, that we're all trying to, to, 
to backfill a need in our business. So uh, we're big believers, yeah, in providing a platform that our teams can run and operate and, and be independent, so to speak, and have a ton, full autonomy to go out there and operate their own business underneath our platform. Uh, but then uh, again, agents then need to, you know, what do we look to backfill in, in our business? And that's what the team can provide to an agent or right. Or sometimes a brokerage can buy, can provide to an agent as well. Um, you know, Hey, look, I'm a, if I'm a, a, a single agent uh, and I'm not doing, you know, A, B and C well, or maybe I just don't want to do A, B and C well, right. right? Maybe I can look for a team that can help backfill that, that need in, in, in my business. So um, again, like, and like I said, back to, um, you know, that culture piece, I, I would love to put that number one, you know, yeah. but at the end of the day, we have lives, we have livelihoods, we have families or whatever it may be. And, and we need to make money and we need to, to, to make an income. But a lot of those things, again, culture and energy, collaboration, how do you hold people accountable, um, co-opetition, right? Things like that. Um, like that also, that also uh, equates to money and that can also um, get people more productive, you know? And so um, we have been, we've had, um, again, we have more top uh, 100 agents and more top 100 teams in the state of Arizona than, than any other brokerage. We're super proud of that. Um, we're super proud of our, you know, we have also have the number one team in the state of Arizona. It's actually a top 10 team, team in the country. Um, but, uh, you know, we're proud of the platform that ultimately we've provided them again, to have that autonomy and that freedom for them to run their own business, just like an individual agent to run and operate their own business. And, um, I think that that's, what's important. So for the people that are out there that want to grow, you have to be an agent first. You have to, you have to look on how you can add value uh, and or shorten the learning curve for a new agent, right? Um, so again, uh, we've we've done that as well, where agents can come into our system, into our our, our brokerage, and and shorten the learning curve and and get more productive in a short amount of time. And again, what's that equate to? Money, right? So uh, again, just uh, uh, one more thing on that note is that we, like I said, we've been we've been big believers in putting the agent in bright shining lights. At the end of the day, this is about the agent. It's not, it's, it's not about the brokerage. So, um, you know, we're above our egos. We, we understand that. I think every day going forward in this industry, if it's not already already here in your marketplace or wherever folks are at around the country, it's coming very soon where it's becoming less and less about the brokerage. Okay. Yes. And more and more about the, the individual, right? People work right. with who they know, like, and trust. And that's the folks that they're going to work with. It happens all the time. Hey, you know, I ran into a, um, or, you know, you talk to somebody about real estate. Oh yeah. My cousin's in real estate. Oh really? Oh, who are they with? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Right. Uh, right. ABC XYZ, but that's their relationship and they'll go anywhere that that agent is. So that's what we recognize. We allow agents to brand themselves. And uh, you know, you see this getting around the country, I think more and more, but you know, we've been doing that for seven, eight years. You know, so. Yeah, boy, you just said so much. Um, I want to just, you, you just actually brought up a couple of things that, that I do as well on the recruiting side that, um, that, that really touched on, on some of the comments you made. So I'll give everyone who's listening just a simple example of something that literally anybody could do. Nobody does it, at least in our, in our, to my knowledge, nobody does it here in our local or in the Chicagoland uh, market. And um, 
it seems like such a simple and easy thing. So, you know, Jeremy was, was just talking a lot about uh, putting the agent first, celebrating the agent. So one of the things I do, this is very easy for anyone who's listening, who owns a brokerage and is trying to attract more agents. Um, you know, you, you probably heard of a tool called Broker Metrics. Uh, Jeremy uses it. I use it. It's basically a database system. It pulls data from the MLS so that you can look and, and see which agents you think would be the best fit based on some of their production and, and various uh, data points. Anyway, so most brokerage firms who are trying to recruit already have this tool. This tool is widely available. Anyone can get access to it. It's relatively inexpensive and it's a great tool. But for us, I started thinking, and Jeremy will probably appreciate this, I started thinking about this too, is how can we celebrate agents who aren't yet with our firm, right? So this is a great opportunity for everyone listening to think, how can I celebrate agents that I want to attract to my team, to my brokerage? Um, what could I do to, to stand out? Well, celebrating their success is a great great first step. So one of the things I do is, for example, whenever anybody does their very first sales transaction, I give them a, well, we have a, we have a system where that gives them a call and says, Hey, we just noticed you closed your first sale. That's amazing. Now, obviously, if you're looking for a top producer, that won't be that interesting to you, but you can also look for everyone that's doubled the production they've done in the previous 12 months. So you get a list of everyone that's doubled production. Do you think most, and I'm not asking Jeremy this, but just our listeners, most agents aren't even aware when, when they're doubled their production or more than doubled your product, their production. They're so busy. They don't always recognize that, or maybe they recognize it, but maybe their firm the managing broker or the brokerage owner isn't acknowledging that, right? So these are great opportunities to reach out to people that you want to attract and say, hey, I just noticed you did this. That's incredible. We've got our eye on you. We would love to have you. And, and even if you're not interested in moving, congrats, keep up the great work. And sorry to go on a monologue there, Jeremy, no, but you just got, you got me thinking about some of the things we do as well. No, I love that. I mean, that's so, so powerful. And the idea behind that is that, you're adding more value. You are congratulating them. You're giving them that high five. It's positive. It's productive. It's paying it forward. There's so many good things that come out of that. And there's a good chance that their own broker isn't even doing the same thing. 100%. Right? So that, that's the feedback we get is, it, right. and we look, when, when, when we do that what we don't do is say, oh, by the way, come join our firm. You know, we, we don't do of that because not. that diminishes the message. Yep. Yep. We want to make it clear. And if they say, hey, who are you? What are you all about? Then we talk about it. But typically yep. we just say, hey, if you're ever interested in looking at another firm, please give us a call. We'd love to chat with you. But this call is just yeah. to congratulate you. Keep up, you know. And, and um, you're absolutely right. I cannot tell you how many people have reached out and said, my own managing broker didn't, know, didn't reach out when I doubled my production. Or I just moved to this firm. I did my first sales transaction. Nobody called to congratulate me. Um, so yep. there's always, it's always little things that are value add. Um, but you just, boy, you just said it all. So I, I, I appreciate you uh, letting me talk about yeah, that. And, and, and we actually do, uh, you know, have a similar process. And we send yeah. out a congratulations on every sale, every, to the cross agent. Uh, right. of every sale that we close, right? Which you can, you know, various MLSs, you can pull that info on a daily basis. I mean, I know there's some automated systems out there, but even if it's a, uh, an automated process for people out there to just export uh, all the cross agents and just send them a quick, hey, congratulations on your sale. And then we try to come from a, a service perspective is, you know, is there a, here's a survey on anything that we can do to get better as an organization. We want to have the very best agents in the industry. Um, so just another way to kind of add value and congratulate them and, and you know, on their, on their, uh, on their closings, you know, so, and you know, the other thing you mentioned too, that kind of leads me is, um, you know, when you talk about congratulating, you know, successes, 
um, is being intentional. And, and that comes down to, to, to social media. And, yeah. and we like to use, you know, Facebook as a CRM, as a tool that when we, for our own agents, right, the, the positives and sometimes, unfortunately, life happens and, and the negative things or the sad sure. things or whatever it may be, the losses, obviously, of, of people is, is a way to, um, you know, reach out and, and give our condolences and show that we're here uh, for the bad things that happen and then give the, obviously for the good things that happen, the, the congratulations and the high fives uh, for the good things that happen as well. And um, again, it's not just going on to scroll and do, you know, we go on, we, you know, we have a staff member that goes on and we're intentional with that. And, and you can use these tools. That's another, that's free. It doesn't cost any money, right? right. To, to go on, use it as a CRM and, and, and take the opportunity to, to, to highlight people, celebrate that success. I think it's powerful. Yeah, it's it's funny. After ten years, you know, it's you talked about stumbling uh, around for your first uh, four or five years or so before you guys figured out uh, how to do how to really you know create the brokerage. Um, we, um, we you know after ten years, we just started realizing, hey, when we hire a new broker we should probably feature them prominently on our Facebook page, you know, interview them a little bit, get some fun tidbits about their career and, and their personal life, whatever they're willing to share and feature them and welcome them in, in a public way. So we have, I'm sure you guys have a private Facebook. We have a private Facebook group for our brokers. We have the public one, which, you know, seen by, by other people. And so yep. it, it finally dawned on us. We're like, we should probably be welcoming people publicly in both those forums uh, to celebrate their, them coming on. And we were doing that in other ways, but with social media, we really weren't. So for everyone listening, if you're on a team or you want to build a team, um, start to celebrate all your team members and, and introduce them to your social media followers. Introduce I mean, everyone. You have to put it out there. Yeah, you got to put it out there to the world, right? You got you to gotta announce to the world. If you're looking to grow, you got you to gotta put it out there. Hey, I'm looking for a handful of agents or I'm looking for some talented people that want to grow their business or go to the next level or that are looking for this or that or whatever it may be. You got to put it out there. You got to make an active role on all channels, right? And uh, we've been doing that for, for years as well in terms of celebrating when agents, when agents come on. And uh, obviously, uh, at first, you know, an agent a day or whatever, it was, it was kind of easy to roll out an image, you know, a day. Now, yeah. thankfully, humbly, uh, you know, we're bringing on, you know, 100, 100 agents plus a, a month are, again, wow. very humbly are, are, are joining, you know, the brokerage. So, you know, now we do it in groups, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's, and it's, which is tough. Obviously, we like to acknowledge every single person um, and we wish we could do it individually. But, um, you know, we're still at least putting out a, an image and, and, and tagging them and celebrating everybody that, that, that you know, again, uh, is joining the organization. So got to put that out as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Now you you have some of the uh, the top producers in all of Arizona. You have the number one team in all of Arizona, I believe, um, which you said earlier, um, and and that's beyond incredible. Uh, so I would love if you could share with our listeners and our viewers um, what you've seen uh, having, gosh, almost 3,000 agents, a lot of them top, top producers uh, all over the country in the states you, you guys service. Um, what are some of those common attributes of, for just agents that are looking to get to that next level, what are some of the things that you see that really separate people at the very top from people that are struggling that want to get there? You know, I think that uh, a lot of it, I, we're, we're big believers in mindset, you know, in truly wholeheartedly making the decision that you're going to do it, head, heart, and soul. Um, when you turn back the clock to, again, when we rebirthed in 2012, uh, we didn't exactly, we didn't go to some seminar, we didn't get some self-help, you know, uh, book or any of those kinds of things. 
And, you know, obviously I wish we had, I'm a full believer in all those kinds of things, but we didn't have some great awakening and say, Hey, we must know what we want to do and we must be crystal clear about it and we must be unrelenting and completely committed. But that's what we did, right? Yeah. Me and my partner, like I said, we, we sat down and said, Hey, look, we want to grow this thing. We want to expand our brand and ex expand our footprint. We want to bring on agents. We want to bring on top producers and teams and the whole nine yards. And we are not going to stop, right? And, and we are going to be absolutely 100% committed. And not that we're not going to waver and be on, get off track because it happens. We're human, but we will. We'll, we'll figure out how to get there. And, you know, one of the lines I love is, you know, commit first, figure the rest out later. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what I mean? And just, and just going and making that, again, making that decision that you're going to do it. You're not going to be stopping. Because, again, a lot of times that's the hardest part right? Is, sure. is really, truly making that decision. And I think a lot of team leaders, a lot of brokerage owners, you see kind of get to that certain level, um, you know, uh, of success and kind of either plateau out. Um, because again, this, this industry is, is challenging. I think that, you know, it's, it's an inexact science for a producer, a producing agent to transition to a team and a team leader, right? And, um, you know, on when do I make the move? When do I not? And I've always looked at it, this as a two headed monster. Okay. For, for the team leaders and sometimes for broker owners out there as well, because we had to do this, this as well. Um, but again, a two headed monster or the right arm and the left arm, you know, the one arm is the, is the sales business, right? Building out that sales business because that's the right here and now money. And that's the big money. There's lots of opportunity, right. And to, and to build that out. And then that is its own business. When you talk about transaction coordinator, admin, buyer's agent, the agent, whatever, right? Creating leverage on that, of course. But then the, again, that other arm is, is uh, you know, being committed to, to growing and attracting talent and growing the team, providing value to that team, um, and then being focused on how you can continue to, again, retain, keep folks around by, again, creating collaboration, creating culture, having an energy, um, you know, and, and creating some, some competition or some co-opetition and can, you know, but again, a lot of that decides that you're, or, or a lot of that comes down to, like I said, deciding in your head, heart and soul that you're going to do it and you're not going to stop. And when times get tough and you're saying, Hey, look, the team's not growing as fast as I, I thought it would be, or you see tons of brokerages around, around my marketplace, I'm sure around the entire country, yeah. um, they get to that, that 40, 50 agent kind of plateau, or maybe around a hundred, 90 or a hundred you know, and then they just say, oh man, but I got to shift more of my time back over into, into sales. Right. Cause I, right. I, I need to be making more money. It's just not happening on the, on the, on the, you know, attraction side or on the, on the, you know, uh, the agent side. So, right. um, they kind of get caught in this, this, you know, no man's land. But, um, for us, it was a means to an end with, with the production. We, we, we sacrificed that production, our own personal production, knowing that it's going to take time, it's going to take years to, to grow this, right? Amazon and all these other systems and technologies, they've programmed us that things happen overnight. I click the button, it shows up on my doorstep the next morning, it must happen immediately. What's wrong with me if it's not happening immediately, right? <laughs> sure. You, you, you know what I mean? And so it's like any other business on planet earth, whether you're opening a flower shop or you're creating a real estate team or a brokerage, it's not going to happen overnight, right? You have to understand that it's going to take, um, going to take time. Again, 2012, we brought on 37 agents the entire year and did 11 million in sales. 
you know, this year, now we're, we're, we're bringing on a hundred agents a month doing 600 million in sales a month. Right. So, um, it doesn't happen overnight. This is a long game play. It's a long industry. Uh, uh again, it's, it's, uh, an industry where again, it's, it's, it's a long game play. So it's, it's funny you mentioned Amazon because uh, we all now are so used to purchasing. In fact, while we were chatting, I just got an alert saying something was delivered for me. I ordered yesterday, which obviously we, we, most of us are probably Amazon prime people. So this is like, yeah, we, we expect that we know that it's not that unusual anymore, but what a lot of people don't realize, and I don't have the exact number in front of me, but Amazon wasn't even profitable for the first year. There's 18 or 20 years. I forget what the timeline, but it was almost 20 years. If it wasn't 20 years before they actually turned a profit right so wow. they just just like jeremy said they they stayed hyper focused and committed to their particular model seeing that uh the, you know a big hole in in e-commerce and and obviously you know the the results are, are all real evident now um but yeah but it, it takes time and and jeremy's absolutely right i mean i remember too when we were first starting uh, thankfully i uh my boss um was was able to uh put resources to me that probably should have been going to him personally because when we first started, just just like Jeremy was saying, you know, and a lot of our listeners who are, are trying to build a team or trying to build a brokerage have, have been through, which is, oh my gosh, I have to produce and I have to try to build a brokerage at the same time, which is an extraordinarily challenging. And my heart go and hat goes off to anyone that can can do that. And we had to do the same thing. And my boss took to he was nice enough to take the hit uh, so that I could focus exclusively on helping build build the business. But it took it takes years and years and years. And but Jeremy, you're, you're so right about just focusing and committing and just trusting, trusting that it's going to work out if you provide as much value as possible. And, and it's so funny. So when I was talking to Jeremy, just even before we started, um, you know, and I was, I was asking him about his business because I'm so impressed with what he's done. Um, he, he's all about adding value. He has a podcast as well. In fact, let's, let's promote your podcast, Jeremy. Can you yeah, share it with to. us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. For sure. And, and the same thing, I don't know how long you've been uh, doing your podcast here, but we, this, is, this is something we actually, uh, you know, about five, six years ago, and that's the yeah. very reason that we wanted to create that. And I love that you're doing this as well, yeah. because again, the idea is, you know, how can we you know, reach agents on what platforms can we, can we reach them? What's the easiest, right? So, you know, so we did the, like I said, five, six years ago, uh, we, we, we created ours, you know, we call it the daily dose. So ours uh, rolls out every single day. Uh, well, business Monday through Friday. Um, hence the daily dose. It's quick, uh, you know, strategies, insights, tools, you know, to, to grow your business. And um, uh, really it, it, it transcends any business or, or anything surrounding uh, you know, the real estate industry. Uh, but then we go outside the box too. You know, we're talking mindset, uh, mental wellness, health and fitness, um, you know, all kinds of different things, anything that we can do to to provide some value to people's lives. But again, it's quick, it's hard hitting. Um, every single day it goes out. Actually, we push it, we like to push it out via text message just so people can, you know, play it from their phone whenever it's convenient for them. Some people tell us it, it, they use it as their alarm. It goes out 7.30 every morning. I know you guys are back East in Chicago, but uh, um, you know, yeah, some people use it as their alarm to get up. Some people play it different times throughout the day, but again, uh, to subscribe to, to, to our yeah. podcast, if, if, if you don't mind is, uh, Please. compose a tech, yeah, yeah. Compose a text, uh, to the number seven, seven, nine, four, eight. And then in the body of the message, just write daily dose. And that's all one word, no spaces. And, uh, like I said, yeah, we, we're, we're not going to spam you, do anything crazy. It's not to like, <laughs> you know, lead capture. Like I said, we've, 
We've had over a thousand episodes that we've done. Actually, I think wow. we're coming up on like 1200 or whatever it is. And again, we bring on top producers from around the state. We've had a few from around the country. We've had some from, you know, even up in Canada. Um, you know, and again, it's just uh, another way for us to try to hope, ho- hopefully add value to people's lives and people's businesses. And, and um, you know, one of the, the other concepts uh, that we've always believed in to kind of transition, obviously, into, into back to businesses, um, you know, we have to be omni-channel. You know, what, yeah. we, what we've always called omni-channel, and that's the same thing for an agent and their business for, for their clients. You have to be on every single channel where people expect you to be, right? right. We can't always, you know, we, we can't expect the, 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 the consumer or we can't expect the agents out there that we're trying to attract, right, to, to come meet us wherever we want. We have to meet them. We have to be on the channels where they operate. And so um, some people want to watch a video. Some people want to go on social media, a text. Some people want to get an email. Some people deserve and want a phone call. Um, some people want to listen to an audio, a podcast, whenever it's convenient for them. So we're just, we're just trying to be on all the channels that make sense for people and ideally for them to, uh, to get the content that they need to grow their business. And, and that's, you know, yeah, I want everyone listening to subscribe to The Daily Dose. Could you provide that oh, number one you. more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven seven nine four eight. So compose a text to that number seven seven nine four eight, and then in the body of the message, daily dose, but it's all one word, no spaces. Awesome. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those things where um, you know, and this goes to whether maybe you're not trying to build a team and you just want to, as Jeremy said, meet, try to attract more clients to your personal yeah. production. And Jeremy's Absolutely. right; you have to go to them. Um, you know, trying to, you know, if all you're doing is posting a hey, newly listed or just sold post on Facebook. Um, well, okay, that's something. Uh, but is that really going after and going to, more importantly, maybe all of your clients or the agents you're looking to attract, maybe they all are also on Facebook and they only see you posting things about yourself, uh, promoting yourself or, or congratulating yourself. Uh, you know, are you really providing value, right? So, so Jeremy's, you know, a per, this is a perfect example. So yeah, we've been doing our show for about four and a half years um, awesome. and we've done a, a, over 200 episodes. Um, and, and our whole objective was to provide value just like you with, with Daily Dose. And, and that's what, if, if there's one thing we could get every agent to walk away from this, this conversation with is provide value to the people you want to support. And what you'll find is that law of reciprocity where you're providing value. You're not asking for anything in return. You will be shocked and you have to commit to it and you can't do it once in a while. It has to be, as Jeremy's case, five days a week, he knocks out daily dose. That's incredible. I I don't think I I couldn't do that every day, although I probably should step up my game. So maybe I'll try to do maybe four days a week. But um, I won't tell, I won't, uh, or I will tell you that we, you know, we record once a day or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We record once a week. And smart. then we, we kind of make individual episodes and we roll, roll them out. You know what I mean? Really so, smart. Yeah, it's not a daily, daily commitment. We, we act and pretend like it is. But I love that you said law of reciprocity. That's, that's so powerful. We've been talking about that for, for so long. And, um, you know, give first, right? And uh, we've always kind of compared that to a bank account. I'm sure many of us have heard that, that analogy. But, you know, the relationship is like a, a bank account. You know, you can't just walk up to the ATM and say, hey, I haven't seen you since high school. Can I, <laughs> you know, go in for a withdrawal? Hey, look into yeah. buy or sell. You know anyone you want to refer to? Oh. But, right, if you, if, you go up to the, if you go to the ATM and you've made a whole bunch of deposits, right, uh, it's a lot easier than going for a withdrawal. And at some people or, or at some point as salespeople, we do have to ask for the business. I think a lot of times we, we, we don't always ask for it. But, again, if we've made countless deposits, if we're adding value, if we're giving first, then you have the right ultimately to ask 
ask for that, um, you know, that withdrawal in, in, in return. So a lot, a lot of reciprocity is, is, is powerful. So, so many agents, I think, learn to ask for the business first and they go, okay, so you have this, your contact list, you have your sphere of influence, and yep. these are the people most likely going to want to work with you. And that's likely true. Yes, we, we agree with that. But the question is, how do you actually earn it even beyond them right. just being your buddy? You know, these are your right. friends. Um, what can you do to provide value? Are you calling everyone right now and saying, hey, by the way, interest rates are at a historic low. And I don't know your current mortgage, mortgage situation. Obviously, it's none of my business. But if you, have, if you still have a mortgage and if you haven't run uh, the numbers for a refinance, if you haven't called your loan officer, now's the time. That's that's value. And that costs, yep. like Jeremy said, costs nothing. And, right. and do, you, do you think other real estate agents are calling that person and suggesting that? Probably not, right? Or, or, or are we calling people right now uh, coming from, you know, with empathy, with right. everything that's going on in the world yes. right now? And, and that to me is current. It's current in the marketplace. It's current in society and all of our world. And hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Right? Like, are, are, you know, how are things going? Are you getting through? How's the family? Last time I talked, A, B, and C happened, right? And, and that is another one of our uh, responsibilities as salespeople, right? You know, we have a responsibility to get into relationship with as many people as we possibly can. And how do we move that, that, that needle up from a relationship to professional trust, right? And so to, to, to be there, to, to check in on people, to add value. We've said for, for a very long time around here, uh, this is a human connection and human resource business, right? Like I said before, people want to work with who they know, like, and trust, right? So human connection, human resource, be a resource for people. And, and uh, it, it's beyond just the sale. You know, it's beyond the sale for people. That's where, as we all know and recognize in this industry, I know there's a ton of stats out there on, you know, how many agents, you know, closed a deal and then they never, the client never heard from them again or never used them again yeah. because they never followed up. Right. Um, you know, there's something we've been called like uh, something we've been using around here for a little bit now is, you know, micro transactions. Yes. Okay. So the macro transaction is obviously that sale. Okay. Right. That's where, when we, that's how we make a living. That's how we, we feed our families. Right. But the micro transactions that go on beyond the sale. Right. And, uh, you know, inserting yourself into the center of that, that, uh, of the transaction and all the transactions that go on beyond that. And, um, you know, I don't know if you guys have a whole lot of eye buyers going on in your, in your community or in your marketplace. Um, but that was what people like to talk about for a long time when they're, when the, the technologies, the Zillows and the eye buyers were coming around, uh, with it's heavy in our market right now. Sure. Um, but we were saying, Hey, look, you still have to insert yourself into the, into the middle of the transaction. And we're not to say that you shouldn't ever go that route because sometimes they provide a need in the, in, in, for the homeowner, right. To, to do a, B and C, right. So there's a need for them, but you still have to insert yourself in the middle of the transaction. So when they think about real estate, they still think about you when they have a you know, referral, they still think about you. Right. But now it's the same thing. And it's more, I think it's more powerful than it's than ever before, but uh, to insert yourself into the center of the transaction and then the micro transactions that go on beyond that. And as business owners, which every single person that's yeah. listening to your podcast right now is a business owner. Okay. We all need to be CEOs. We need to walk, talk and act like CEOs because we are, it's our business, right? We should all have a, an entity set up and we should pay all of our bills and do all those things and, and then pay ourselves a salary and whatnot from there operate like a business. But what do CEOs do typically? 
they get into relationship with other CEOs, okay? So other people that have and or the ability to make decisions, which includes a vendor list of anything and everything that a homeowner, a buyer or a seller might need to, to have referred at any point. You, Mr. Agent, Mrs. Agent out there on the other end of this, need to be in the center of that space, yeah. right? Again, human connection, human resource, you know? Who are your favorite, you know, vendors, right? You need to, you need to be able to, to, to tell folks that and refer them. So, and, and how exciting is that to have a list? You know, it's one of those things whenever anything goes wrong in our lives where we need to hire a service professional, um, it, it could be related to real estate or unrelated. It could be your car, you know, blew a tire and you need a good tire place. Obviously any place can fix your tire, but do you want to go to any place or do you want to go to a place that, you know, you right. know is, is, is excellent. And so if you're, if you're right now, if you're thinking, Hey, you know, I don't know the best plumber out there. I don't know the best contractors. I don't know the best lenders or title companies or attorneys or, or, or auto, uh, you know, repair shops. You can ask other top producers. You can ask yep. friends and family. You can ask people. Uh, and I am, I, for example, uh, we have, there's an auto repair shop just down the street. I'm very fortunate to be by this amazing place. I found it just randomly. I was searching around online. They are so incredible that I tell everybody I know if you, cause you know, I know with, with auto repair, I'm always worried that am I getting screwed? Is, is this, am I, right, is this, right, you know, right. you never know these guys I trust. Now maybe they're screwing me, but I don't think so. Um, <laughs> they, they have earned my trust over, over yeah. years. I tell everybody because I know how stressful it is for all of us who are real estate agents. Think about that. And, but look, most people probably have an, uh, somebody to, to help fix their car. They probably don't have a plumber that they, that they know or use. They probably yeah. don't have great, uh, you, know, uh, you know, interior designers or anything related, you know, a roofing guy. Could be anything. You need to create that list and then you need to consistently go out and tell people about these people and say, hey, by the way, if you ever need this, I've got the, you know, and create a list, provide value. That is, that is so important. And what that does, as Jeremy says, it inserts you into every part of real estate. It makes you invaluable to people. And beyond the sale, you know, five years out, they say, okay, it's time to get a new roof, you know, and that's, by the way, agents, you know, everyone listening, you should be staying in touch with all of your buyers and sellers, of course, well after the transaction. But this is a great opportunity to say, hey, how's anything going wrong with the house? Because I have an amazing vendor list. If there's anything you need, you call me first, I will get you the right person. That is so powerful and also free. That's a free thing that any one of us can do. Now you're a resource. Now you're top of mind. And again, as CEOs, okay, now put these strategic partnerships together. As we start yeah. to produce a little bit more, right? We have a little bit more, you know, weight that we can carry around, so to speak, sure. and get into these relationships with these vendors. Make it a win-win. Guys, there's lots of different ways. And I'm not trying to talk, you know, compliant versus non-compliant. I know every state around the country is, is different, but there are many, many ways that we can legally, of course, you know, consult with your broker or consult with your, you know, your attorneys, of course, but there's so many different ways that we can be compensated beyond that macro transaction, right? Um, that are perfectly legal, you know? And so um, along with getting these vendors, we've been helping a lot of our agents, a lot of our teams, um, and again, I know every marketplace is very, very different when it comes to vendor, vendors being able to contribute towards agent business, if, sure. you know, your business as an agent. Um, but as we produce, again, uh, I don't think agents think about that enough, you know, on, on the folks that we get into relationship with need to be, a, it needs to be a win-win, right? It needs to be a give and take. We're not compiling yeah. that list to solely give out, 
you know, referrals, but also to get them in return. Um, You know, we've been focused a lot uh, around here. We're really seeing this, um, this divide, especially when it comes to teams Um, and then many, many uh, top producing agents as well on, on the folks that are going out and, and, and obtaining what I like to call a channel account. Okay. And a, a channel account could be hundreds of different things, whether it's a, a divorce attorney, um, a CPA, uh, whoever it may be, um, you know, of course, like a relo account or something like that has always been considered a, a channel account, but it's, it can be much smaller than that. Your, your, your kid's classroom, right. Is a, is a potential right. channel account, right. Um, your financial advisor, your accountant, your financial, yeah. right. It goes on and on and on. Right. So, um, but again, ultimately a single source of business that has yeah. the opportunity to turn into multiple transactions. Cause again, we're all, we're all spending time working for that, that one buyer or that one seller, right? Um, what would happen if we spent some time going after that single source of business that has an opportunity to turn into multiple transactions, right? And, right. and nurturing those relationships and, and creating uh, you know, a program, you know, so to speak, that can be a benefit to them. So uh, a quick, a quick approach that I've always loved for that is, you know, you reach out to the CPA or you reach out, Hey, sadly, but true. We all know divorces are happening, right? You reach out to the divorce attorney, right? How many transactions can the the average divorce attorney refer you? Sadly, a lot, right? I think, (laughs) yeah, yeah, tons. So, I mean, it could be 20 sales every month and it could be, what's that? 40, you know, purchases every every month, right? right? You know, if you're able to get a fraction of that business, but the idea is that just like you're saying, is that you you reach out to this person, the divorce attorney or the CPA and say, hey, look, I'm looking. Uh, Sadly, my clients, you know, it's a numbers game. Sadly, some of them are getting divorced. I need a good divorce attorney that I can believe in and refer to. So I need to learn about your business. I would love 15, 30 minutes uh, understand who you are, understand your business. You're not asking for a thing beyond that, right? You're just solely going into the meeting to learn about their business, to ultimately be able to refer them. You said law of reciprocation. If you start referring, we'd like to think that it's going to start coming back our way. If you create a program that adds value to their clients, whether it be a discount a, on uh, uh, of uh, closing costs or whatever it may be, right? Um, now you're continuing to add value to them, right? So it's kind of this give this give and take and nurture that like any other, you know, relationship that you would out there. And ideally, if uh, if you can create a couple of these channel accounts, I mean, my God, that's life-changing. Yeah, it's, boy, you said so much. And, and so a lot of times I think uh, as individual agents, we might think about the client being the hub saying, well, if I do a really good job, they're going to tell their friends and family. And yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Go above and beyond and hope and pray that they tell everybody they know about you. Jeremy's talking about doing this in a, on a different level, right? Coming from a different approach. Yes, do that. And start to think about people that might be able to send clients your way beyond your existing, just your sphere of influence the people you've worked with in the past go to places that are like for example my accountant is always asking me so there was a period where i've i've earned i've owned properties and then there's times where i haven't and i've been renting and i kind of you know go back and forth sometimes and and she will always say when you need to buy a home you need to buy a home and so finally i'm in the process of doing that right now but there were several years where i wasn't and she was like you need to do that now if i was uh, if i was an individual practicing agent i know she's telling that to other clients of hers and then 
my thought would be, how can I add so much value to my accountant and, and have that conversation about, hey, I, you know, you've been telling me to do this. I imagine you're having this conversation with others. So obviously, if you, you know, you could always send people my way, but what can I do for you? How can I send more people to you first, right? And so Jeremy's so right about finding those people. And it might not be even an individual person. For example, if you work with if you help somebody buy their first home, they were renting and now they're buying, you know, and, and you, it, it, I used to work at a tech company and I was the, one of the first people, we had about a hundred people at our company. I think I was one of few people that owned a property at that time. I was in my twenties and, um, you know, most people were in their twenties, they were renting, um, just cause that's what people do in their twenties. And I bought a home and then people started asking me, Ooh, how'd you do that? What, how'd that work? And I realized, boy, all of these super smart tech people just didn't really know anything about real estate. And so I referred them to my agent. But if, if, if an agent was smarter, they would have called up like the human resources person at my company and say, hey, can I come in and do a seminar about why people should make the transition from renting to buying? So that's a channel opportunity, guys. That is yep. so huge. So Jeremy, I'm so grateful that you brought that up. Oh, well, hey, thank you very much. I mean, I, I, I again, and, and it's, I think no matter what we're doing across the board, it's, it's, it's leading with abundance. And you've said multiple times, hey, how can I add value? What can I give? And we just, you know, wouldn't society be a little bit better off if we all just kind of gave first and expected nothing in return, you know, yeah. and, and the more we gave, I think that it's just, you hear so many people out there that have, have success and, and they lead with, I was filling a need in the marketplace. I was looking to add value. I was hoping to, you know, help somebody, you know, bridge the gap from A to B, whatever it is, right? People, um, generally speaking, that, that are having success, they lead first with, with the heart, with, with abundance, you know? And, and again, that's just, that's just across the board. If we, if we give first, um, you know, good things, good things happen. Well, I think that's a perfect place to wrap up because I think you just said maybe the most important thing in this entire hour that we've spent together, um, you know, lead from the heart, give first, uh, don't expect anything in return because the law of reciprocity will likely take care of you. And if it doesn't, and if all of a sudden you're referring business to someone and they're not, uh, you know, returning the favor, then maybe reconsider that relationship and find someone else. There are plenty of people that, that, will, uh, that, that will, will send business your way ultimately, but just lead from a giving perspective as Jeremy said. Yep. So I, I also want to tell 100, everyone right? at 100%, yep. 100%. Um, I want to tell everybody who's listening, please, if you are in the, the Arizona uh, market and you're a broker, a realtor rather, and you're looking to, maybe you're thinking, boy, maybe my firm's not really giving me everything I deserve, or I want to join a really vibrant, exciting culture uh, of top producers. And, and not every producer at Jeremy's firm is a top producer. So it, it, just because you might not be at the very top of the mountain, they still would love to chat with you and see if it's a good fit for both. Um, so, and not just in the, in the Phoenix area. Jeremy's uh, company's in nine states. So go to their website, which is myhomegroup.com. They've got an incredible website that really showcases a little bit more about what they offer agents and see if it's a great fit for you. If you're a solo practitioner, if you're on a team, maybe it's time to consider, you know, what is your company offering you? Uh, what are they providing to help you grow? You know, Jeremy's company does that. Um, so go visit myhomegroup.com. Um, and Jeremy, uh, thank you so much. Once again, this was incredible hour. Uh, we are so, so grateful for your time today. I know how busy we are with 700 brokers. You have four times that number. So I know how busy you must be. Uh, you still found time to, uh, to jump on our show here. So uh, on sure. behalf of the listeners, we want to say thank you. And, and well, we, thank you. 
Yeah. And on behalf of Jeremy and myself, we want to thank everyone who's either listening or watching this episode. And we're going to ask everybody to do just two quick things. Well, three things. First, go visit myhomegroup.com. Four things. Visit myhomegroup.com. <laughs> Second, uh, sign up for the Daily Dose. Uh, third, yeah, right. um, yeah, sign up for the Daily Dose. And then third, uh, tell a friend about this episode. Just think of one other real estate professional that could benefit from having heard this great conversation with Jeremy and send them a link to our show. The easiest way to do it, just go to our website. It's keepingitrealpod.com. If you're a podcast person, just look it up on, on any app. You'll find us, Keeping It Real Podcast. But our website's keepingitrealpod.com. And the last thing, the fourth thing we're asking everyone to do, follow us on Facebook. Please find us at facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. The only stuff we post there is we post an inspirational quote. We also find an article that was written specifically every single day. We find an article that was written specifically to help agents grow their business. We promote that there. And then of course, these episodes. So please again, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Jeremy, thank you. This was awesome. You are like, you are my Michael Jordan. So I am so excited. (laughs) Oh man, those are some big shoes right there, my man. But thank you so much. Appreciate the kind words. And, uh, you know, you guys are obviously doing great things as well. So, you know, hey, there's a lot out there for all of us to be successful. So that's all we, we, we want everyone to win. So Agreed. All right. Well, thanks, Jeremy. And we'll see everyone on the next episode.